Welcome to the Citrus Gridiron, your home for Central Florida high school football. And welcome back to the Citrus Gridiron. About 100 graphics and posts and stories later, we are finally back on the podcast. It feels different. It does feel different. Now, it's a little bit more personable on the podcast. You know, you can hear our our, uh, evaluations and and hear our voices and what we got to say. But, man, guys, really good season. We just kind of want to do a 2023 wrap-up, you know? Yeah, shout some guys out, some teams out, you know. And I think what everyone's waiting for, defense and offensive player of the year. Yep, we're going to announce the – Defensive player and the offensive player of the year at the end of this podcast. So stay tuned to hear that. Um, I think some surprising ones for some people, but because it was so competitive. Oh, insanely competitive. You know, there's like about a list of five defensive players and about four or five offensive guys that we could have grabbed. And I don't think anyone would bat an eye. No, 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 no. This, this year's thing we talked about earlier, this year, like the talent has been just insane. Yep. Yeah. All across the board, you know, every position. So. A hundred percent. This this uh, class of twenty twenty four is insanely good as well, and they uh, they did not disappoint. Uh, we had a lot of teams. Uh, we'll go into the teams first. A lot of teams made it. You know, pretty deep run in the playoffs. Right. We obviously had Mainland and Coco. Yep. You know, go ahead and, and get their wins and uh, add to their belts. Uh, Mainland, an absolutely incredible season. We saw them week one against <clears throat> the land. Yep, against the land, and we said, "Holy smokes, this team is scary." Because we know how good Deland's offense is, and they really paused Deland's offense. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we saw Zay Mincy's commitment, yep. Yep. you know, yesterday on the All American game, so that's pretty cool. You know, blitz, yeah. blitz, blitz. So. Yeah, having having two kids on the same defense in the All American game is pretty wild. Yeah, it's with a great, McCray and yeah. Zay Mincy. I mean, those guys are unbelievable. And don't forget, they had so much other star players all around the field. And then they got young guys, too, that are going to fill in yep. for them next year. I mean, it's just next man up for them, really. Yeah, yeah. Ma- just- Mainland was very, very, very good and a much-deserved state championship and a very hard state to win the state championship yeah. and probably the hardest. Um, so congratulations to Mainland. And then Coco, you know, they're going to be Coco. Yeah, yeah, it's almost guaranteed. You know, the refs robbed them of a perfect season against St. Thomas. You know, I don't like to blame refs. I don't like to. That was pretty blatant. That one was blatant. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't get any more clear than that. So, congratulations to Coco on the outstanding, um, in my opinion, undefeated season yeah. uh, for them. Always producing talent out of there. Yeah, that that one loss has definitely got an asterisk next. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So. 100%, 100%, so. So those those two teams, you know, <clears throat> they won it big. But then we had Deland; they came up short in the playoff. But man, they had a really really good season, good run, yeah. uh, super competitive all year. Uh, Seminole obviously lost to Mandarin. We were at that game on the sideline, and and Seminole put up a fight in Mandarin. They had four four star kids all around the board, and Alabama receivers, and yeah, you know they they were super talented. <clears throat> and Seminole went in there and they stood their ground and they made it a competitive game, but. They came up just a little short, and uh, Mandarin knocked two guys out because they knocked Lake Mary out the week before that. Yeah, I mean, um, Seminole just got some big news, too, with, you know, one of the guys we're going to mention today. Yeah. With the transfer of Michael Clayton over yep. there. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Clayton versus Noah Grubbs next year is must-see TV. I mean, the, the stands <clears throat> are going to have to bring in extra bleachers. Yeah. Either field they go to. Yeah, those are two of the best uh, quarterbacks in the state. Yeah, uh, and they're going to be going head to head in a rivalry game. It, d- it doesn't get better any better than that. No. And it's going to be it's going to be at Lake Mary. 
yeah, I believe, because it was yeah, at Seminole this, this year. year. So man, that is going to be a game. Um, that's and there's so much talent on both on both teams. So really excited to see that. That transfer stuff is crazy. It's so hard to follow. But when I saw that um, uh, Michael Clayton was transferring to Seminole, yeah, I'm like, wow, that's a big one. That's that, a big addition. That that definitely changes some things. So it does for sure. But, uh, yeah, Lake Mary, they had a good run as well. I want to give Lake Mary a shout-out to having one of the best receiving cores mm-hmm. in, in, in the area. Uh, you know, they got talent all across the board, and Grubbs honestly pretty evenly distributed the ball. You know, every, every game you would see one of those guys, whether it was Caden uh, or one of them, would have a, a standout game. Even our guy Logan Cook, too. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean all around, Lake Mary's always going to be talented. Yeah. And, you know, with Noah Grubbs back there just flinging it to whoever. Yep. You know. Yep. Yeah, it's it's exciting to see what Lake Mary has in store. I'm really excited for next season to watch them because they got young guys coming up as well. Uh, anyone else, any other team you wanted to kind of talk about before we uh We start talked about, about Lyman and their, their big success. Year. Yeah, they had a good a, season. That was awesome. To see. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how – I don't call it a transfer portal because this is high school football, but it almost is a transfer portal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how the transfers impact these teams. Because um, Lyman, you know, had a really good year. I'm wondering if people transfer to Lyman because of that. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting now. It wasn't like this when we were in school. It was a really big deal to transfer yeah, when we were in high school. You like, had to, like, sit out. And yeah, you, you had to, like, have proof of address. Like, there had to be, like, a bunch of different reasons. You had to have a real reason to transfer. I don't know um, if that's still the case. No, though. yeah, I, I think you can just transfer because you want to. Now, I might be mistaken. I'm not I'm not really sure of the, the um, rules with that. But, yeah. Lyman's going to be interesting to see who they get or, or who they lose. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, other than that, you know, lots of lots of talent per usual. Yeah. And uh, speaking of talent, we want to talk about some guys. We did do a first team, but there's so much talent in the area. We wanted to talk about some more guys that deserve to be recognized. Yeah, these guys that we're about to talk about definitely made our decisions for the teams a lot harder. Yeah. So, I mean, credit to all the guys that made the list and all the guys we're about to mention, you know. 100%. You flip a coin, you're going to get a ball player. I mean, there so were some times where we, you know, we didn't necessarily flip a coin, but it was as basically as good as flipping a coin. There yeah. wasn't like, oh, this guy's just better. Right. You know, there were plenty of situations where it's like we, when we built our first team, we were actually basing it off a real team. Mm-hmm. You know, so the offensive line, for example, it wasn't all tackles. You know, we tried it. Right. We put Thomas Garrity. We actually lined him up at center on our hypothetical citrus gridiron first team. Um, and then, you know, we kind of just plugged and played with that. So, you know, if we did all tackles, yeah. or if we did the five best offense linemen, it might be a different team. Right. Versus where we, we actually kept it. By position. By position, correct. Same with linebackers, defensive line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's we knew there would be controversy, but, guys, it's nothing personal, man. There's so much talent in this area. you got to remember that. This is the state of Florida yeah. that we're talking about. And Central Florida is hotter than ever, um, as you can see, watching just the All-American games, the Under Armour game. There's so much talent across the board, so definitely don't take it personal. I know first we can obviously talk about QB. We put uh, Noah Grubbs as QB1 on our first team, but then we have Michael Clayton right there mm. with him. Yeah, I mean, just watching him play, you can just tell, like, that's a power five kid. Oh, man. We knew it right off the bat. He moves so well. I got to see him play live a few times, and he climbs the pocket really well. He has outstanding vision, um, good precision. He has good timing. He, the kid's an unbelievable talent. His ceiling is so high, so high. I mean, he's already proven to be a, a, an elite high school quarterback, but I think he's really going to 
turn some heads, especially next year at Seminole. And I think your first game you went and saw him live was against Apopka, right? Yeah, Apopka. I was saying, I think within like a, the first quarter at least, you sent me a text saying Michael Clayton's the real deal. The real deal. Yeah, and I mean, and he proved that week in, week out, so yeah. props to him. Yep. Um, and then another quarterback I want to bring up is Jackson Latour out of Oviedo. Yeah. I mean, crazy video game numbers, you know. He did. Nick Nate is getting a baller. I love that fit for him, by Dude, the way. so good. He's yes. going to go in there and compete, and, you know, um, I think he's got a real shot for early playing time there. And I do, too. I'm so pumped for him, and, you know, a great season for Oviedo. Yeah. yeah. They had a lot of talent on the board, too. They had Marquette Williams, that receiver, who, who really helped out Jackson Latour a lot. Speedy receiver with a great route running ability. Oviedo was fun to watch. Um, Some more, speaking of receivers, I wanted to talk about um, Isaiah Mazzell out of Boone. Uh, Speaking of video game numbers, this kid had them. I mean, he put up, I mean, Central Florida Player of the Year type numbers. There's absolutely no doubting that. Yeah. Um, And like I said, when we were building our team, we did it based off, you know, personnel, how we wanted it to look, but. I think if we put Isaiah Mazel on the list, yeah. <laughs> nobody would have doubted that. No one, one would have blinked an eye. Yeah. I mean, the kid's so fast. Unbelievable talent. Yeah. I saw he actually used to be a soccer player. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. Props to soccer. Um, you don't see that very often. No. Skill guys, you know, you see a lot of kickers, obviously, soccer players. You yeah. don't see a lot of skill guys as soccer players, so that was cool to see. But uh, obviously his brother, Florida Gator, so lots of very talented bloodline, Absolutely. the Mazel family. But, man, he put up crazy numbers, and I can't wait to see what he does next year. Yeah, and then – um, to kind of piggyback on that and stick in the wide receiver room, uh, Michael Key out of Seminole. Oh, come on. I mean, yeah, that's an easy one. That receiving core was loaded, and, I mean, yeah. Michael Key was, like, the the nail on the coffin out of that group. Like, he He's one of the, the most put-together receivers in the area. Mm-hmm. Excited to see where he goes and plays college ball. Uh, great hands, sure hands. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Carson put it right on the money. There are some times where I'm like, man, Carson put it right in the spot where only Michael could grab it, and it was just – you know, almost a guarantee he's going to catch it. it. Was a, that was a fun duo to watch. It was. It yeah. was a great year. They had a fun run Seminole for sure. I, w- I wish they would have kept going further, but great year to them. Uh, running back was a really, really tough position. I know there was a lots of names that we talked about for running back. Um, Jermaine Hardy out of Evans. Oh, man. he was. That was one of the hardest positions to really yeah. put a team together on. And Yes, I agree. Know, he... So fast. <laughs> he was so good, and it was hard to keep him off that list, but uh, definitely deserves him, deserves all the credits. I mean, just his Lake Brantley game alone yeah, against Lake that was Brantley. Insane. I'm like, he was having a field day. It looked like someone out there just playing the, the turkey bowl, yeah, you know, with their, fam- with their little cousins. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he, he definitely bullied Lake Brantley out in the field, um, but, man, this kid, consistently good. We've had our eyes on him all year. He He's – he's, a downhill runner with a lot of speed. Yeah. He's got very good vision. He, he has great agility, good side-to-side movements, good balance. Really liked watching Jermaine Hardy. It's a sneaky speed. It's very sneaky. Because like he, he runs relaxed. Yes, and then he just pulls away, and you're like, yeah, he's like moving. But he doesn't look like he's moving, but he's flying. Yeah. And that's my favorite type of running back. You know, the kids that run relaxed. I, I, would, I would bet a lot of money Jermaine Hardy would be a good track athlete as well. Yeah. Because he runs very relaxed. Um... But 
what position did you want to cover next? I was just going to go and stick on the offensive side of the ball yeah. and talk about um, kind of like the athlete role. Okay. Um, Josh Bennett out of Wakaiva. Oh, man. You know. Yeah. That, he was on our first team for a return specialist. Yeah. But he could have been first team receiver, really. Yeah. Or athlete. Or athlete, yeah. wherever you wanted to put him. I mean, the fact that he's an argument for receiver, athlete, and special teams, that speaks, speaks volume. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I'm, I'm sure offers are going to keep coming in. Um, and I'm just so proud of him and his season and, you know, shout out to him and keep grinding, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And that's right there with Larry miles too. Very similar athlete and Larry miles who plays both sides of the ball. He was our special teams player of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, and man, those two were two of the most electric players along with Justin Rosado, super electric player out of Seminole who can return the ball, play receiver, do it all. So uh, shout out to them. And then offensive line, uh, controversial one. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't necessarily leaving him out, but Josh Raymond out of Lake Mary, Vanderbilt commit. I think he's going to be an early enrollee there, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he might be. so. I think he got a chance to play in the Under Armour All-American Yeah, he did. Too. So big props to him for that. Uh, one of the best tackles in the area, no doubt about it. Um, you know, there was no, like, he's better than him or he's better than him. It was just how we, how we designed our team personnel-wise. And Josh Raymond had put together a great year. He, he moves well. He pulls well. He's got good feet, aggressive hands. So shout out to Josh Raymond and that Lake Mary lethal offense they had this year. Very fun team to watch. Yeah, and then sticking in the trenches, I'm going to go with Noah Devine out of Lake Mineola. Yeah. I mean, just a beast on the inside. You know, can play guard or center. Um, Super aggressive, active feet. And, you know, just watching him, you know, you can kind of see, you know, we talk about every time when I bring up offensive linemen, it's that dog. Yeah. Yep. And he does have that dog in him, and that's for sure. So Yeah, that Mineola offense line in general, Yeah, very, very scary. They have so much talent over there at Lake Mineola. I think they're going to be a state contender for years to come. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very good. Um, do you want to keep on offense, or we got any more? I think we can bounce over to the defense. Bounce over to defense? Yeah. So some guy that I really wanted to talk about. Our, our issue putting this guy on the list was not because he wasn't good enough, but it was because you can literally plug him almost anywhere uh, skill-wise on the defense, and that's uh, Perkins yeah. out of Seminole. Yeah, he's a he's a baller, man, and, you know, I'm interested to see where he lands and, you know, continues his education and his athletic yeah. career. Yeah, I mean, you've seen him in person. He's got the really long arms. He's athletic enough to, to play some coverage. Yeah. Uh, he moves sideline to sideline really well. He's an aggressive guy. I saw him just knocked the wind out of somebody at the Lake Mary game. He 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 took the crowd and was getting them all riled up because, yeah. man, he's an aggressive player. He's so talented. And and Jordan Perkins, man, there's no doubt about it. He's a first-team type player. Uh, we just really struggled putting him at a certain spot. Yeah, and then it kind of goes for the guy I wanted to bring up, Jalen Bell. Yeah, you know, very similar, similar player. players. Yeah. You know, Jalen, you know, I can either put him at safety, linebacker. Yep. Or put him at edge. There's, I mean, he brushes the passer just as yeah. good as about anybody. I know? mean, how many times do you see a guy line up at edge and, and beat a tackle? Yeah. And then they can also go and play safety and get a pick. I mean, his highlight <laughs> team, his highlight tape was insane this year. And, yeah. You know, I'm, that kid. Versatile, man. Yeah. That's what I like to see in a kid. He's going to LIU, I believe. Yep. Great fit. Mm-hmm. Um, again, an, another type of early playing time type kid. I think he can go and make an impact right away. Special teams. and yeah, A guy that can go and, and plug and play and play anywhere on the field, that is definitely Bell and Perkins, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Those are two guys that easy first-team talent, but it was hard to kind of put them in our defense yeah. as far as personnel-wise. Um, a similar type player. Um, well, not similar, but a, a, a difficult 
player to put on the list was Christian Hudson (laughs) because Christian Hudson could be first team offensive line. He could be first team defensive line. Yeah. And I mean, watching his tape, it's like, uh, as a recruiter, it's like, do I want to put him at guard? He's one, I completely agree. He's one kid that it's like, he's hard. I feel like a lot of players that play both ways. It's like, okay, this kid's offense or Mm -hmm. okay. This kid's defense. Mm-hmm. Christian Hudson's a win-win. Yeah, if I'm a recruiter, I'm, I'll worry about that once he's on campus because I'm right. offering him. You right. Know? So. Yeah, is he going to be like the, the Travis Hunter of the trenches? <laughs> he's going to play both ways. <laughs> yeah. That would be crazy, dude. That would be super hard. But uh, if anyone can do it, it's Christian Hudson. Yeah, and, and keeping in the trenches, another, you know, guy that was really tough not to put on the list was Caleb Oliver. Out of Yes, Miami. yes. Man, he came under our radar kind of late, honestly. Yeah. But, man, like, where are we missing out? I mean, he balled all year long. Super talented, man. Yeah, and on the inside, he's pretty – he's, like, quicker than you would expect. Yeah. And it's he shows his flashiness with that, and his yep. hands are very good. And, yep. you know, he's going to make a college coach happy. Yeah, I would not want to be an offensive lineman against Marion Smokes and Caleb Oliver. No. Yeah, and then you got BJ as well out yeah, there. Yeah, so. that D-line was so underrated. So underrated, yeah, right? I mean, obviously there's Mainland, there's Seminole. Like, those are the givens. But De- DeLand was right there with yeah, them, man. They had some studs. Speaking of, sure. of DeLand, I, I know you just we were just watching that Marion Smokes <laughs> wrestling video. Oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't surprise. It really translates to the field, the football field. He's His wrestling so ability. Angry. Yes, he's so <laughs> aggressive, so angry. Cannot wait to watch him play some college football. Oh. Man, that kid. That kid is a real dog. Yeah. 100%. There was a dog the land's award. a perfect fit. If there was a dog award, I'd have to give it to Marion Smokes. 100%. Yeah. I, I can't argue that. The kid's awesome. Did you have anyone else you wanted to mention? Um, yeah, let's go. I guess we'll stay kind of trenches. We'll go Mylon Bowen out of Edgewater. Oh, yeah. He was another one hard to put somewhere because he plays some linebacker, plays some edge. He I mean, he had tight, tight end, end clips. Yeah. yeah, he looked good at tight end. Mylon Bowen has been one of our favorite players in Central Florida for a long time since he was over at Bishop Moore, and and now he's going to Charleston Southern, which is an awesome fit for him. Great fit for him, and, um, you know, just a very respectable kid, too. Yeah. Every interaction we've ever had with him, he's been top-notch. Yep. So, yep. kudos to him and his family for um, 100%. You know, raising him right and kind of keeping those values instilled for sure. in him. Excited, excited to see him play at Charleston Southern, and another kid I think can get – early playing time there and make a difference. Um, so shout out to Milan Bowen. Anyone else you want to shout out on the defense? Oh, I mean, I got a couple more. All right, let's hear it. All right, let's go um, Justin Brown out of the land. Oh, yeah. The safety. I mean, talk about another aggressive kid. Yeah. Watching him come downhill and make tackles is fun to watch. It is. So Very aggressive. Yeah. Um, he had a heck of a year, man. He could play coverage too, man. Don't, don't sleep on him in coverage and – He's a downhill run. Takes really good angles. That's where it is. Yeah. And his speed and plus his angles are just yeah. like it. It's a recipe for success. So, and great music taste. Yes, I was actually going to mention that. Yeah, some rock and roll, man. You don't see that a lot in this generation. No, but it's awesome to see. Yes. So, Absolutely. shout out to the playlist and the playlist. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we'll go chasing Johnson. Oh come on, that's an easy one for yeah. sure. God, he is so good too. That was so another good. really hard position to pick. Corner, okay, so this is our thing. So corner was really, really hard, and it was really, really hard because of Seminole High School. Yes. Uh, Seminole High School has their entire DB core could make the first team, and I don't think anyone would say anything. No. Um, they're just so outstanding. Um, we didn't we didn't necessarily put someone over another person for a specific reason. Again, personnel, we wanted, we wanted that. We wanted like an aggressive corner, a cover corner. Well, Chase and Johnson can kind of do it both. And he was just kind of in the mix for both. 
And it was tough, man. I think Chase Johnson is one of the fastest players in the oh, area. His man. speed when he we watched him against uh, that Mandarin receiver. Yeah, yeah. and he I was mean, covering stride him stride for stride. stride. I was like, there we go. Like, yes. that's so nice to watch. Yes. Like, and you know what I really like about Seminoles? They put their they put their guys on special teams. Yeah. So like, Chase Johnson's on kickoff, and I don't think I've ever seen someone run down the field as quick as Chase Johnson on kickoff. <laughs> that, I mean, and that's awesome to see because. As an early, you know, a freshman in college, that's your quickest way to the field. A hundred percent. Yeah. Special teams. And they already have over at uh, UCF, they have uh, Braxton playing from Lake Mary. Yep. He's already playing and making a difference over there. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if Chasen uh, goes in and, and makes a name for himself, which I, he has the body type for, he's got the long, he's got lengthy arms, he's got incredible, I would, I would say near elite athleticism. The yeah. kid is outstanding, um, easy power five talent, and obviously that is Proven, proven the pudding going yeah. to UCF. But Chasen Johnson, man, first team type of guy. Yeah. No doubt about it. And like that's what we were saying is all these kids are just, you know, first team guys that, you yeah. know, just where there was just they made our lives a lot harder than it needed that's, to be. I was about to say, anyone that has a problem with the list, you try to make a list. <laughs> yeah. See how hard it is. It's it's a good problem to have though, when you have so much talent. Oh. It makes our lives as uh putting these lists together and stuff for yeah. coaches a lot easier. Oh yeah. When you have guys 100%. that you can just send and you're just like, yeah, yeah. which one do you want? You know, a hundred percent. Everyone fits differently in different systems. And we picked our first team based off this hypothetical system that we would be running. Right. Um, so congratulations to everyone that made the list. Congratulations to the guys that were shouted out. Everyone had a really, really good year. And, you know, we're really excited for this. The transfer portal guys, keep your head up with that. Uh, I know it's difficult. But you got to just do what you got to do. You know, any any opportunity in college is an opportunity. Yep. So take what you can get. Um, it is harder than ever right now. That's just the reality of things. Um, it's it's a it's a low risk, high reward for colleges to take transfers. That's mm-hmm. the truth of it. Um, you know, they don't have to pay them. You made a good point the other day. That they don't have to pay them as much scholarship money because they only get them for one, two years maybe. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, uh, someone coming out of high school, that's a four or five year commitment. Um, so it's, it's complicated, but it is the truth, but, uh, all you guys can do is grind and you can put your name out there and do well in the classroom too, because yep. if you are the same talent, say as someone that's transferring from, I don't know, Bowling Green mm-hmm. <laughs> and you guys both want to go to USF, right? They're going to take the kid that is already eligible and he has college good credit. grades and co- yeah, has college credits and good grades in college versus someone who's struggling to pass in high school. That's a guarantee. Even if you're a slightly better talent-wise, they'll take the kid that's already eligible. Because mm-hmm. eligibility is a big issue <clears throat> in college football, obviously. Um, so, guys, man, it's it's more important now than ever to focus in the classroom. And then outside of the classroom and outside the football field, you know, just be a good person. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm not saying people aren't good people, but just just do everything you can. Go above and beyond to just be a good person. And just stand out, be a stand-up guy because people will vouch for you. Yeah, people will vouch for you, and college coaches see that. You know, 100%. they see what kind of person you are off the field. Yep, they want someone that's going to represent their program when they're not around their coach. One hundred percent. You know, what I'm saying they're out in you know the open and the public, and you know you're wearing your gear and stuff. You're representing yep. that program. Yep. And now more than ever with the transfer portal, <clears throat> you want guys that show the loyalty and, and show that they're committed to what they're doing. And they're not just going to quit when adversity hits them. Exactly. You know, so people are recruiting based off guys. Like, they're like, well, this guy's just going to come and leave. Right. 
You know, they, they don't want that guy. They want the guy that's committed. They want the guy that's hungry. You know, you go and you can send a coach a video every single day of you working mm-hmm. and they're not going to be mad. No. Even if they don't respond a hundred times in a row, <clears throat> they're going to see that and they're going to, they're going to respect that. So guys, keep putting yourself out there. Go above and beyond. And another thing I want to touch on before we give our awards. Mass Twitter DMs are not the move. No. So coaches can see that as if you're just replacing, say, <clears throat> hi, my name is Sam Davis from a Coe High School. <clears throat> I'm a 2025 linebacker. That was obviously completely made up. Right. That, watch there be a Sam Davis in a code. He's like, hey. Um, <clears throat> and you just like send your highlight tape. I get that you're being well-spoken. You're, you know, you have no grammatical errors, but that doesn't matter because they can tell that you're literally sending this to everyone. You're just copying and pasting. Make your messages more personal. I know it's going to take more time out of your day, but an hour out of your day is worth that four years of free education. Address the coach by their name. Yep. You know, talk about, you know, their school a little bit. Yep. Be personal. Yeah. Let them know who you are and let them know that, you know, this isn't just a email or a DM that you're sending to 50 other ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tell them what you can do for their program. Um, and then if you have your transcripts and your test scores, which you should have if, you know, you're a junior, senior, um, if you have that handy, send it. It doesn't, it's going to make your life and their life a lot easier. Yeah, because they're going to, if they're interested, they're going to have to get that. I worked in college football. You worked in college football. You're going to have to get that. Exactly. Um, that's one of the first things that anyone that you're interested in, you're going to need the transcript. So just have it ready. If not, send it right away. And then if they don't respond, don't lose hope. There's thousands of DMs they have to go through. Just keep being consistent, send videos, send updates, send updated tape. You know, just be personal. I mean, even look at our DMs. Like, yeah, we can't even get back to everyone. Sometimes it's just so busy. We try to as hard as we can, but right. sometimes you know, something gets lost. Yeah. So, you know, and then it all circles back to classroom and making sure those transcripts look good. Because, yep. like we said, that's almost the first step. Like, they're gonna watch your tape. They're gonna ask for the transcripts. Yep. If those transcripts don't line up. Guess what? One hundred percent. Yeah. It. Don't don't on tell me you want to play college football if you're failing. Yes. Because you don't. Those don't. If you want to play college football, you shouldn't be failing your classes. You can you can take the time. I know every single public school in Florida has access to tutoring, you know, some sort of, of help. Mm-hmm. Use it. Use your resources while you have them and get the help while you can. And just, if you really, you say you grind, grind, grind on the football field, well, you need to grind in the classroom. I know it sounds cliche. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I didn't want to hear it when I was in high no, school. absolutely not. <laughs> I got by, I passed in high school, but I could have been a better student. Than I was. I had an opportunity at, um, honestly, really great schools that I lost the opportunity because I didn't have the test scores, Mm -hmm. you know? So don't be that. I'm telling you from my personal experience, don't be that guy. Don't let grades hold you back. No, but just, and and I think we talked about it with Coach Watkins out of, on our interview with him, is you know, you're really using this sport to set yourself up in the future. 100%. So, you know, a school with a great education, that's uh, it's impossible to beat that. 100%. You're literally just setting yourself up for success. So, yep. you know, just keep on top of that stuff. And, yeah, this probably isn't what they want to hear today, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's important. But, yes, yeah, yeah, we can we talk about the fun stuff now. Yeah. I, you know, we're just doing our job because our job, our goal with the Citrus Great Iron is get kids out of Central Florida to the next level. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And so we think it's important to preach our message every now and then. Thanks for listening. But uh, we did obviously want to talk about the juicy stuff, the players of the year. Um, very, very hard decision. I know I'll give you the honors of doing the defensive player of the year. Um, this one, it was tough. It yeah. was a toss-up, but we kind of knew who our guy was. And I yeah, think going he into the year. Knew who he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, just a dominant force in the interior of a defensive line is yep. very rare. Yep. Like, there's not many people that can do that. No. Um, Preston Watson can. He sure can. And that's our defensive player of the year. Yep. And our decision is based off seeing him play in person and just him being that big of a force, like you said, and making that big of a difference on the interior of a defensive line is just, I'm not going to say it's unheard of because, you know, you see it. You know, there's Hall of Famers that have done it. (laughs) There's Aaron Donald who does it. People like that you see in the game of football, they make that big of a difference. But at the high school level, you don't see that very often. Not often at all. No. no. A guy make as big of a difference for his team as Preston Watson does. I mean, Preston Watson has won games for Seminole, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And I'm sure the Seminole coaching staff would agree. Obviously, it's a team sport and everyone contributes. But there is plays down to the wire where Preston Watson makes a play. And how many how times do you see the defense alignment making the, the game-winning play? Very rarely. And, and it goes back to kind of the personality <clears throat> thing we were just talking about. He's he wants so it. bought into that bokey and yep. he's such a good kid, it. you know, on and off the field. And he's and going to Duke, a, a highly academic, yeah, prestigious that, school, you know? Yeah. I mean, the there, there's not enough good things you can say about Preston Watson. I can't wait to watch him, man. He's such a good player and, you know, just an awesome dude. Sky's um, the limit, man. First team, all ACC type player. Like he can, yeah. he has a hundred percent has the ability for that. I know we spoke very highly of John Walker mm-hmm. last year out of Osceola, and what did he do? He, did he proved exactly. us right. Yeah. So Preston Watson, man, go prove us right. Uh, you're everything a, a coach wants in a defensive lineman. Like uh-huh. just the perfect type of player, but uh, you still got a lot to prove in college. You know, you're going to be competing with the best of best, and we know you can do it. Yeah, and he's got the attitude to compete. Hundred so. percent, man. Hundred percent. All righty, Offensive Player of the Year. <clears throat> Again, very difficult. It's hard to go against a quarterback, but we actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, quarterbacks, obviously, you know, the easiest position to stand out and make plays. You know, you have lots of arguments at the quarterback position, lots of kids that could be running backs and receivers as well, lots of talent. But uh, we had the guy that just kind of just did it all and was an absolute highlight reel every single game. He's the type of kid where you can grab his one-game highlight and be like, yeah, I want to recruit that kid. Yeah, absolutely. Just off one game because it's like, holy smokes. The, his skill set is is very rare. You don't see that very often. Kind of a Debo Samuel-ish yeah. player. Yes. Like he's got like scary, like sneaky speed. Yeah. And crazy Good balance. balance. Yep. Like, and he can do it all. And he, uh, he always wants to find the end zone. Yes. No matter what. Any situation. You know, I feel like there's so many players that it's like, all right, I got to get here. I got to get to the sticks. Javon Ross is looking for the end zone. Yeah, Just is, like Tebow Samuel's no, looking for the end zone. There is no first down marker for him. It's no. the it's end zone or nothing. End zone or yeah. bust. And uh, this is Javon Ross, yeah. obviously, out of the land. Uh, I just think truly, I truly think he's the most, one of the most gifted players I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, he's a stud. And, you know, he put me on a sad young boy music. <laughs> That's sad, what gets him I'm going. I'm a sad young boy guy now. <laughs> I'm super excited to see where Mr. Ross goes to college. He's got some good offers, and we knew he would. 
And uh, he's got a lot of people to prove wrong. Yeah. Because there's a lot of coaches. I know he was getting recruited by a lot of schools that they might have not thrown out that offer. Javon, just let that feed you, man. Yeah. And there's no doubt in my mind that he won't yeah. disappoint. He won't. No. The kid the kid can play, man. And, again, stand-up character, um, really good kid. Uh, I cannot wait to see what he does. Just such an electric player. Mm-hmm. I, he's done some things on his highlights where it's like, wow. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Uh, I know Charles Nelson out of Seabreeze, who ended up going to Oregon. Yeah, actually, he was a, a similar type player as far as the just playmaking electric ability that they have, and the change of direction and the balance. It's like unbelievable talent. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Coach Drawington for you know having Javon in very very good hands, and that entire Deland coaching staff just a stand up job. Yep, absolutely, and. Um, to the other guys out there, yep, you know that weren't mentioned or you know didn't make the list or whatever. It's nothing against you guys. Yep, um, you guys were still putting lists together. Um, it's not too late for you, twenty fours. There's still schools actively recruiting. Um, it's hard, but don't get your hopes up. Yeah, just keep keep putting yourself out there. And if you end up going to a a smaller school than you originally thought, so be it. It's free education. Take, take what you can get. Take what's available and, and take advantage of it. And if you got to prove people wrong, prove them wrong. You got it. Yep. That's it. All right. All right. See you.